When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hello. Hello. Welcome to Scary Stories. To tell the pod. I'm Andrew Farmer. I'm Anna Dresden. And yes, we went to theater school together <laughs> and we're friends and we did comedy. And now we're friends. We sit in a room and talk about scary stories. We sit in a little room with some padding. Um, and this is a urban legisode. This is our urban legisode where we tell you about something scary that happened in the world outside of the books Scary Stories Still in the Dark by Alvin. Schwartz, Schwartz and Stephen Gamble. Yeah, you got it. Uh, every time I say their names, it feels like their names are switching around. And then I always <laughs> get it right, which is upsetting. I also do love the term urban legisode, which Anna coined last Did time. I? Yeah. I don't remember a single thing I do or say. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so these are things that are real life ghost stories. They're your mm-hmm. creepypastas. They're your um, uh, scary news stories. Yeah, They're your, your, local, your local rumored frights and hauntings which you can always send to us at mm-hmm. an email address that we'll put in the episode description yeah you'll get it or follow uh, follow us on our social media you'll get that it we'll calm some. down everybody calm down stop worrying ma'am ma'am <laughs> you'll figure it out um so anna i think it's your turn it's my turn to do an urban legend yeah. and this one is a little bit of a lightweight but i do trust us that we'll be able to oh, get something sure. out of it um this is uh the Ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Uh, Are yep. you aware of this? I am fully aware I already aware of it. knew that you'd be completely No, but aware. I love it. I love it. Um, okay. So uh, I got information from this from both Snopes and Wikipedia. Um, I'm going to read the Snopes page because it, it tells the story well. Um, okay. So the rumor is the ghostly image of a boy who died in the home where three men and a baby was filmed can be seen in the finished movie. Mm. Um, and uh, Snopes says that this is false, which is <laughs> <Just> very funny. <laughs> um, let me find the image is, I remember hearing about this in the nineties and watching the VHS and being like there, that is unmistakably a ghost, unmistakably a ghost. It's like, it's a person. Um, it's very scary. And it does look like a kind of latchkey kid. Yeah. So this is, um, we'll put the picture in the description as well. But yeah. this is, so this is Ted Danson, American sex farmer. And uh, he farms sex. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. This is Celeste Holm, the woman who plays his mother. And this is the ghost. I can't get over it. It looks scary like a is. boy wearing white tie. Um, sort of like burial clothes, uh, uh-huh. standing in between the windows and the curtains, which we can all agree is where ghosts go. Oh my God. Yeah. Really scary. To be noticed. Yeah. And it's said that you can see him holding what looks like a shotgun. Oh, Great. can I, can I see? I don't know the shotgun. You can't really see the shotgun in this yeah. particular But that frame. does look 
chilling. It looks like he's holding a shotgun pointing down. Oh, I see. I see it. Um, okay. So the infamous ghost boy image in the 1987 comedy film, three men and a baby appears in a window when Jack Holden, Ted Danson and his mother, Celeste Holm are walking through the house. Jack shares with his two buddies, which first of all, as Mrs. Holden (laughs) plays with the baby girl, who was left in the three men's care, a human figure can be glimpsed standing behind the curtains of a background window at the left-hand side of the screen. It's just that it looks so much. It's that they're not addressing it and that there's a, there's a ghost. Right. And whoever art directed that anyway, sorry. It's a lot. Um, Okay. Uh, A rumor has persisted for several years, several years that this figure is the eerie image of a boy who was killed in the house where the scene was filmed. And then it quotes someone uh, talking about it, which I do. I like it. I'm mm, gonna read yep, it. please do. Um, I think we also know the kind of person who would talk this way. Mm-hmm. On a recent trip to the Southwest U.S., I saw on several different news programs a rather strange story. Apparently, in the movie Three Men and a Baby, there is one scene that revealed what happened to be a young boy. What appeared to be a young boy standing between the curtains in a room. The scene had Ted Danson speaking to a woman, I believe. <laughs> Which, Celeste like, Home, Oscar winner, fucking bath. Hollywood royalty. Get yourself correct before you leave the house. You what the dip. fuck is wrong with you? A woman, I believe. Go to hell. All the news programs I watched froze the clip and zoomed in on the boy. It was very clear and well-defined. It was only noticed after the film was distributed for home viewing. The facts are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, be trouble on a group trip. Yeah. <laughs> Be rude in a car. Uh, The facts are a young boy died in the house in which the movie was filmed. Some people think it was his spirit. I don't know if it, if this was a ploy to increase rentals of the tape or not. These are the two options, but what the news programs did show was just a bit too eerie for me. Um, which I was afraid to look at it. I looked up uh, ghosts on movie sets. Oh God. Like in movies obsessed. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, the most common form of this rumor, this end quote, uh, the most common form of this rumor claims that a nine-year-old boy committed suicide with a shotgun. That's very difficult you to do. ever seen a nine-year-old boy do something correctly? Right. Ever. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, you can't. Nine-year-olds can't drink a glass of water they without fuck it ruining up. it. Yeah. They ruin the water. They ruin the glass. They ruin the shirt. <laughs> We're taking a hardline approach against nine-year-olds. Honestly, they need to be stopped. Yeah. Eight to ten or nothing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> shot himself with a, a, a committed suicide with a shotgun in three men in a baby house, a detail that apparently inspired by the jagged black outline created by the curtains created as the curtains move away from in front of the figure's left-hand side with the black portions of the figure forming an outline that resembles a long gun standing on its end barreled down. Um, which like you can't really, I don't know. I trust them that it happened, but, mm-hmm. um, other versions of the legend merely mention that a boy died in the house without specifying how. Uh, the dead boy's despondent parents supposedly moved out after their son's death, and the house was rented or bought by a film studio. Can you imagine buying a house to shoot a movie? Right. Well, might as well. Yeah, like It's cheaper than renting. I don't know how to do anything. I'm a line producer, and I'm dumb as rocks, <laughs> and I'm, I'm decisive. Um... Oh my God. Ann Berkowitz did uh, a YouTube or an Instagram video of watching a movie with your friend who's in the industry. Yeah, and I felt that was completely attacked. Perfect. You should all look up Ann Hollister Berkowitz's videos Ooh. on Twitter. She's a treasure. She's like, recognize that diner Pulp Fiction. <laughs> like she's upset at her friend for not. That's knowing. my friend. Like oh, how'd oh they get that shot? And I, I was I'm like, 
that's the only way I can enjoy movies is by <laughs> talking about how I vaguely work in the industry. Um, okay. Uh, and the house was rented or bought by a film studio. The studio. The studio bought it. Uh-huh. Uh, who allegedly used it for interior scenes of three men and a baby. More detailed versions of this rumor have the boy's mother suing the film studio after they refuse her request to remove the image from the film and making the rounds of various TV, talk, and news magazine programs, for example, Oprah Geraldo, 60 Minutes, to repeat her strange tale of woe. It's weird to have a rumor. This is like how fake news is possible. Right. People are like, she went on Oprah. I'm like, that's very easily disproven. I know. Although I guess maybe in the 80s it just wasn't. People just didn't. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But also like but in still. the 80s, would they have been able to like remove? How bold. Digitally. Yeah. I don't know. Um, even wilder versions have the mother spotting her dead son dressed in his burial clothes in the film. In stock folkloric fashion, the mother immediately goes insane and has to be confined to a mental institution where she has remained ever since. Yeah, Which is that's like good health care. Right. People Can you like imagine? Locked away in a loony bin for the rest of her life. I'm like, lucky bitch. Oh, my God. The meals alone. Jesus. Yeah. I. This is also it just shows what a dim like for folk stories. The fact like we folk have such a bad perception of like what happens when you have a breakdown. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, well now, now I've lost my mind and it's gone forever because I saw a thing I didn't like. Which like, that's how I feel multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. Lock me away. <laughs> um, as usual, the truth is much more mundane. Um, do you know what it really is? I think so, but please do it's tell. It's really good. The figure behind the curtains is a quote unquote standee, a stand up cardboard cutout used for advertising displays of Ted Danson dressed in a top hat, <laughs> white shirt and tails that was left in front of a window on set and thereby sneaked into the background of one scene. Um, Does he play an actor in the yes, movie? So okay. the standee prop was created as part of a storyline involving a dog food commercial in which Ted Danson's character an actor appears, but references to the figure were cut from the finished version of the film. The standee shows up once more in the film as Ted Danson can be seen standing next to it when the baby's mother comes to reclaim her child, which is like the true scary story. Wow. Um, yeah, they like cut a scene that where he is like, I'm an actor and this is my standee yeah. from the thing that he's like obsessed with himself and has a bunch of like I posters see. of himself. Yeah. Um, so they just hauntingly have it in the back of an important scene. That, why would they do that? Um, the figure in the window looks slightly different in appearance from the standee shown later in the film because the distance and the angle of the shot make it appear smaller and the curtains obscure its outstretched arms. So it makes it look like a kid. Um, this is my favorite part of this rumor Okay, that just proves the fact that a boy could have uh, shot himself in unhaunted a house. All indoor scenes for three men and a baby were shot on the Toronto soundstage. No actual residential structures were used for interior filming. Um, oh my God. So, oh, so this, the rumor started after it was released on home video and the rumor gained right widespread notoriety in August, 1990 and spread like wildfire in the media and the internet in the following months, just as the film sequel, Three Men and a Little Lady was about to hit the theaters. Critics uh, or cynics opined that the studio itself had something to do with the creation and propagation of the ghost rumor as the combination of supernatural mystery and the boost of a sequel sequel. Propelled Shecrow. A Shecrow. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's bad seafood. It washed up on the shore. Shecrow. I got to serve for dinner. It's going to be bad. <laughs> um, the, it propelled Three Men and a Baby to new record for video rentals. I don't believe that the studio did it. I mean, like, if they did, that person is a good, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Which is why I kind of like, 
there's, I just think people are wild. Like people are so hungry for something scary. People want to believe that something's happening. Yeah. I think this is where all um, conspiracy theories and rumors come from is that you want to believe that you're not in a world that's lawless and run by no one. So you Mm -hmm. have to believe that flat earth. Everything has to be something. Everything has to be something. Someone is scheming. Someone Mm. goes to work every morning and is paid to deceive the American public. To trick you. To trick you. Which like that's called advertising. That is a job. I yeah, I had this happen yesterday and I had to catch myself. I was at the dentist. What'd you do? I had I had not been to the dentist in three years. <gasps> oh, I'm and glad you went. I take I take good care of my teeth and I've always prided myself on like, you know, I go to the dentist and they're like, clearly you take good care of your teeth, and I'm like, I do okay. But do they say great. holy fucking shit? They don't do that. <laughs> I would love that though. Holy shit. But I went three years. I got too greedy. I got too confident. And uh-huh. you just, at when you're 31, you can't go three years without going to the dentist yeah. and not, even if you're flossing and brushing, you'll get, you'll get cavities. You gotta get scraped. So I got there and they were like, um, you have four cavities that we, we need to mm-hmm. get filled. And they were like, and also we need to do, uh, not a, there's a thing called a deep clean, which apparently is then you have to be put under for to clean oh. your teeth. What? And then there's a regular cleaning, but then there's something in between called a debridement. Oh. A full mouth debridement. I used to have to do that to my fish tank filter. <laughs> I, I, she said it five times and I was like, I don't know what that is. We, we kill your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then we give you a mint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Um, What's that? It's debridement. It's debridement. <laughs> in case you got smooch in front of everybody. <laughs> So, so then they were like, but your insurance does not cover a debridement. So it's going to cost $125. And I was like, um, I don't think so. I was like, I'm going to have to go home and talk to my insurance company about this. Cause I don't know about this at all. And I left the dentist office no, and Andrew. I texted Chris and I was like, they tried to pull one over on me and give me this like expensive, like mouth cleaning. And then Chris was like, you haven't been to the dentist in three years. Like what you would have paid oh. for six cleanings, like just get this done. Then I had to go back with my tail between my legs and I was like, I'm sorry. I was insane. Sorry. I called you all fake bitches. <laughs> y'all are fake bitches. I know what y'all are after and you're not getting it. <laughs> and then I, I went back and they, um, and the dental hygienist who was super nice was like, yeah, I'm, he's like, I promise this isn't a scam. But then I was like, why am I so primed for – I think it's that I get called by Lithuania and Sierra Leone a thousand times Literally, a day. Literally, d'Ivoire <laughs> is in my phone. Constantly. Also, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Like, I can't talk. You, no, but I mean you knew that had no, to. No, it's fine. No, I'm glad. I don't it, know how to talk. I'm glad it was it. And I'm sorry I said that. No, Fart Lauderdale is another podcast that we do that's about like <laughs> good food that makes you sick in the greater Hollywood, Florida area. <laughs> um, um, that urban legend is is – you're right though. It's like everyone needs to be convinced that there's some greater conspiracy. Something is happening. It also is so scary. It, yeah. I think it touches on a few things. I think it touches on um, fear of raising children, um, mm. which you've talked about for yeah. I you think, you I went think to a short puts, film I went festival, to a short film yeah. Film, and the, like the everything was by like a, a like a, a straight white guy, pretty much. And like most of the films are about how scared they are of babies, which I was like, oh, that's just interesting. It makes sense because babies represent something that's outside of your control, right? That you have to take care of, and it symbolizes like a big change in your responsibility, like in yeah. Your, it's and when they get too sad, there's nothing you can do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but also, like a shotgun. I mean, like this is how you know that conspiracy theories are not 
written by smart people. Right. A shotgun. It couldn't have just been a kid that died. can't reach. Yeah. You got too greedy again. It could have been like, oh, this is like bad pitch, but like um, it's a fishing pole and he was waiting Mm. for his dad to pick him up to go fishing and Mm -hmm. he got struck by lightning like the fishing pole yeah conducted that was a good pitch actually that's a great pitch. Um, no trees around <laughs> whenever i say bad pitch i then at the end say actually that, that was, was a good pitch. pitch um he got struck by lightning that's but a that's, that's not- a free industry lesson that you just got from from accomplished anna dresden yeah that's true if Think you start with bad it. pitch and end with actually that was a good pitch you yeah. both get brownie points for being humble and also like appreciating yeah know. I'm here for the production. <laughs> We're a team. I'm here to do my job. Um, yeah, that I, I relate to that scam feeling mm-hmm. so much, especially with like things like dentists and like a dermatologist. I think I've been going to this woman and I think she might be a little bit of a quack because she is disorganized, but I am constantly like, she's scamming me. Mm. It just, is there a lot of like fruit peels or like citrus peels? What's it called? Where they're like uh, acid yeah, peels? A chemical peel. Yeah. yeah. She did that. My face fell off a couple times and she was like, this is good. And I was like, I paid you to make my face fall off. Um, but she comes in and she'll talk for a full minute and a half. She also told me that she has untreated adult ADHD, but that she's not, she won't get treatment for it. And untreated, then she'll like, why? Um, I don't know. I think she's just, I, I think she has Asperger's maybe. Mm. She just, she'll talk for two minutes and say like several incorrect things about like, well, you've been coming to me for a year and you're trying to have a kid. And I'm like, <gasps> no. Oh. Um, she keeps forgetting that I don't want to have a kid. <laughs> that is what, what a bizarre thing for a I doctor, to come, for, a, for a dermatologist. To come she to also her. called me Amber for the first two minutes of one of our visits. And I was, oh, and she was no. like, sorry, that's your name, right? And I was like, no, Anna. And she's like, Amber, you'll name your daughter Amber. Oh, God. First of all, how dare you? I'm more offended you think that I would name someone Amber than you think that I'm named Amber. Amber's a great and fine I name. I would never name somebody Amber. It's a lot. Um, if you have it, great. Yeah. Just don't but I, it. it's like I can't – you like hire an expert yeah. because you want them to just tell you to do something. Yeah. And I can't do that without also thinking that they're trying to fuck me over. I think that is maybe because we spent so much time in New York. Yeah. Where everyone, where not everybody. Everything's bad and costs too much. Right. And well, and like, all, did you, did you ever get scammed by like a grifter in New yes. York? Yeah. Yes. I almost times. did. I can't take credit for not being scammed. A friend of mine kind of came to my rescue. What was the scam? Um, oh, it was that classic when I was on St. Mark's place and I was walking down the block and a guy bumped into me <gasps> and then dropped a bottle of something in a paper bag. Oh, and it shattered. I remember that. Yeah. And he was like. Oh man, you just shattered my like. Can you, I? I don't want to. I don't want any trouble. But like, let's go to this liquor store and you can buy me a new one. Or oh no, he was like, give me twenty dollars. No, um, and oh. I didn't know what to do. And then very weirdly, I a, a guy I went to school with Len Schaefer was like, uh, no, he was like, that's a scam. Like in a way that was like so, like just abrupt that the guy got super mad. Was Len with you or did yeah, you run he was, into him? He was. We were like leaving a writers group together. Um, yeah. And he was like, no, that's a scam scam. And what did the guy do? The guy got mad. And then he, and then yeah, I, I'd be afraid. And then I did a thing, which, you know, I'm not incredibly proud of, but I was like, not, not out of wiliness, like truly out of like, I'm 20 and I don't know anything. Uh-huh. I was like, Ugh, I don't, I, I was like, I don't even know how to deal with this. There's a police station around the corner. Like we could go to and like <gasps> talk about like 
try to figure out, and then he just like ran away. You cad. But I didn't. Th- That's I mean, really good. Truly, you just thought I you was, were doing the right thing. Truly, I was thinking like the police will mediate my <laughs> d- disagreement. You with thought this you were stranger. helping him out. <laughs> Pardon me, Mister Criminal. I did. <laughs> um, oh but yeah, my god! How did you get scammed? Um, I guess my scams were. L- Oh, I almost got hired. It was like a, I talked about our, my friend Sue Smith and Caitlin Brodnick have a, mm. a podcast called Scam Wow. That's very good. It's a different podcast network, but it's I a good podcast. That, yeah. And a, a, what's good for the geese, you know, yeah, um, is good for the podcast. But <laughs> I talked about it there where I, uh, a man on Craigslist, I was like, it's a thing where you're 21. You're like, I need a job in addition to my job, but I don't want to work. Um, So it has to be easy and pay a lot and not interfere with my dreams of becoming a classical actress and improviser. That's a great Um, idea. But I found this job on Craigslist where a guy would wire you a bunch of money um, to like open his packages and mail and then you would deduct from it your pay and then use the rest. It would be like $2,500 to you. You deduct $400 or whatever for like a week of nothing. And then pay $2,100 to this, like, he, like, ran an electronics company. Oh, God. Um, and you would wire that money out somewhere. And then you'd open the packages, make sure that the stuff was in it, and then close it and mail it again. Mm. And it's wire fraud. So, like, you can uh, – they can, like, send you – if you wire money under false pretenses, that's just gone. There's no way to get that back. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. So, like, they can send you a fake thing that you then – that if you tried to cash that check, it wouldn't clear. Whoa. And then the money from your account would actually go out. Um, And I got so close to doing it. And then I was like, this feels weird because I work so hard at a bad restaurant and make not that much money. Right. Um, and I looked it up and saw it was a scam. And that's like on Craigslist where it says like, beware wire fraud. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm sure I have the email somewhere, but I was like, Hey, I think this like might be a scam. Um, or <laughs> hey, scam. Did like, you know you might be a scam? You're a scam. And also I was like, I have an audition, so I can't this week. I love that. <laughs> it's like the guy, I tried to split the difference by being like, you're a liar. Also like, sorry, I'm giving you an excuse. Yeah. Like I could have just done one of these, but, uh, teacher. but the thing is it was a Gmail. And then for the next like eight years, his name would show up on my Gmail list and <gasps> it was a fake name, like Nathan Daniel or something. <laughs> that is the fakest name. It is the fakest name, but I just recently hid him from G chat. It's like, wow. I don't, yeah. Cause he must pop up. I know. Um, I, anyway, uh, I just a real quick one last scam before we get back to before we get back to urban legends. But I do think, I do think they're related. I think they are. I think our fear of scams is like what leads to so many urban legends. It's like um, false information comes from people who are afraid that they're getting false information. Yes. But then when people are actually trying to scam you, that's what gives, that's what gives like an urban legend so much weight. Oh, yeah. Because um, Chris and I were flying from Fort Lauderdale. We were visiting my parents back to LA mm-hmm. and um, a guy came up to us who looked like pretty clean cut and pretty, um, but he looked like he had just gotten back from vacation. Like he was super like, you know, tan and whatever. And he was like, hey, um, this is like so humiliating. Um, I just flew back from Cuba. And he was like, and I don't have any of my, he was like, I'm on your flight. I'm getting on this plane to LA. Um, I, I'm i just realizing like I must have left my wallet at the airport in Cuba. And I don't have any money. And my car is at LAX. He was like, I'm, this is, I 
promise I would never do this, but he was like, I, I just need like <clears throat> however much money to pay to like for my parking so I can get my car out of there. Otherwise my car is stuck there. And he was like, and I have no other money. He was like, I can Venmo you right now. And he was like, just give me your Venmo, Venmo name and I'll Venmo you right now. Like for whatever I need. And, um, and Chris, you know, who's much more helpful than I was, was like, oh gosh, like, and he really didn't have any cash. He was like, I just, I'm so, so sorry. I don't have any cash. And the guy, and then the guy to me was like, do you have, I was like, I, you know, I was like, I just don't feel comfortable. I'm, I'm very sorry. Like doing that. Um, but then I was like, but you know, you, when you get to LAX, you can like have someone wire you money there or like, you know, explain the situation. Have Like yes. they must run into this. Like I was trying to provide a solution. I know. Like, I don't believe that that guy wouldn't just go to a desk and be like, right. give me hey, money. Here's what happened. Um, or that he doesn't know anyone in LA where his car is. You know what I mean? Like that there's Does no one. Does he have one his phone? He has if his he phone. If he can Venmo. Exactly. Dude. Um, and then he asked this other girl and immediately she was like, I'm sorry, I've been scammed many times before. And, uh, you know, no matter what, even if you're telling the truth, I just won't do it because I've been scammed. But then I thought, then I was like, oh, my God, I She's bet he's not queen. even on our flight. Like, I bet you. But then he was on our flight. <gasps> so then I was like, what? Like, what was the gambit here? I still do think it was a scam because when you pay on Venmo, there's like a grace period where you can cancel or you can oh. Venmo and it takes like a data process and it's not connected to like a bank account or something. Oh my God. So did I, you track him when you got off the plane? No. Although when he got on the plane, I felt super bad initially because I was like, oh God, it really is real. But if it, again, if it was the case, he could go to a desk and they'd figure it out. Um, but see, yeah. See now, like I've told that story and that, so that, now and I when, heard that he's a nine-year-old boy who blew his brains out. <laughs> right. Now that now that people have heard this story, anytime someone's like, I'm in dire straits, can I Venmo you? Like people won't do it even if they really do need help. Man. Um, Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Or honestly, like get a Uber or Lyft from the airport. Go back to your part. Like figure it out later. Call your you know? bank. Call your bank. If you're going to Cuba, call your bank. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but – also, real quick, it's funny how many conspiracy theories are – or like folklore things are tied to movie sets. You know? Oh, yeah. So many hauntings. It's just scary. Yeah. Like um, what's the one? Poltergeist. Although that one's kind of real. That one's kind of real. Like everybody died and they used real skeletons. They used real ske- – is that proven? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It, in Poltergeist, there's this part where all these graves rise up and it's all these She's skeletons. She's like in this pool that they've dug in the backyard. Real skeletons. It's muddy. It's raining a lot. It's skeletons that they're so the much cheaper than fake skeletons. Shut the fuck up. Isn't that depraved? I don't believe you. It's true. How could that be true? Because you because you need to make a fake skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> Were we both altar servers or just me? <laughs> I was also an altar oh, server. Oh, fuck. That's it. That's what <laughs> that's did how you, it. That's how you make kids really interested in spooky things. Is have them be Catholic and wear robes and candles and stuff. Yeah, if you're making a kid swing an incense thing around. Around like a dead body of a stranger. They're going to love ghosts. Oh, my God. Um, Literally, my favorite thing to do is altar serve at funerals because you'd get tipped. Yes. Especially if it was an Italian family. Tipping an altar server at your father's funeral. Yeah. Insane. I, that is that is one of the wildest. Also, like weddings, you if you were an altar server at a wedding, that oh, was yeah. a little happier. The tip store was a little better. They though. would definitely tip. Yeah. Um, I would cry at both. I also like mm-hmm. the I would do a lot of the weekend ones because the kids who went to the Catholic like elementary school that was near the church would do the weekday ones. Mm-hmm. 
and then I do the ones that they couldn't do. My childhood church is being torn down. Doesn't that feel weird? Why? It just didn't have enough people. It angered the Pope. <laughs> oh my it, God. It like the, oh, so they're just like selling the lot? And knocking it down. And it was like a beautiful wow. old church in Laconia, New Hampshire. Yeah, that Sad. feels like that feels like something bad's gonna happen. That feels like rife for haunting. Well, whenever I see uh in New York, there's a big thing, uh church apartment buildings. Oh yeah. Like churches that because there's so many churches and no housing. There are no. a lot of church haunting stories, which is also kind of funny in and of itself. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, church where God live and he absolutely a ghost. Church where God live. That's where God live. Um, I guess. So, so before we go, mm-hmm. um, you guys probably already know this. There's a movie version of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark coming out. Uh-huh. It's produced by Guillermo del Toro. Scary. Um, who wrote? Who directed the Oscar-winning movie about the woman who falls in love with Fishman? Egg Lady. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, but uh, people are kind of losing their minds over it, and we <laughs> thought it'd be fun for us to watch the trailer. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Andrew has. Yeah, you're gonna just listen to it because that's how podcasts work. Just listen. But it's pretty. It's pretty auditory. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna watch. Ready? Mm-hmm. Wait, when does it come out? Oh, sorry, I'm being a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> if you have a question, um, it'll say in the thing. I think it's like in August, July. Why does it not say? It'll say in the movie, in the trailer, probably. Okay, cool. and then we'll shout it at you. We'll shout it. We'll scream. Yeah, you know. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. What's that? It's your book of scary stories. <gasps> oh. Sorry, I started over. No, no, oh, wait, no it's, I it just is weird. That was scary. Believe if we repeat so stories like a, often enough, a scary scarecrow herald, they become real. They make us who we are. It's a bunch of hot adjacent teens in a cornfield. Yep. Uh, bully is hitting scarecrow with a bat. Okay, a lot of studios. You want to see haunted house? No. And the movie. Kids don't Kids ride bikes. Kids went missing, so they boarded it up. Okay, we saw it. Should we go now? Who ordered the chicken? I'm scared. Hmm. <gasps> What's that? It's a book of scary stories. <laughs> Tell me a story. Oh, she just put her blood on the page. Her blood. Bully's back in the cornfield. Harold is there. He got heralded. Hey, what's going on? Tommy's missing. Tommy's name was in the book. There's no way it's actually. Our kid's name Tommy. Okay, what if what happens? If your kid's name Tommy, he's gonna get killed in a scare. Oh my god. Augie. Stella. Listen, you're in the next story. We're reading it right here. It's a corpse looking for her missing toe. Oh, the big toe. that they gendered the corpse. I'm afraid that we woke something up. You shouldn't have oh, no, the, the red spot spider legs. We've got to stop it. Oh, that's... That's that lady scary that's to me. Sarah Bellows' book. When the stories write themselves and it all comes alive. That's the movie. Who dat? Black dog. Oh yeah, black dog. Scary to me. 
Searching. The witch? The witch? The jangling man. Who the fuck is the jangling man? Get out of my ass. Uh, <laughs> two notes. Two notes. When you're drawing from such August a 9th. huge... Oh, okay, August 9th. When you're drawing from such a huge, like, collection of amazing stories, why would you invent new ones? Like Maybe Sarah it's an Bellows, amalgamation. Sarah Bellows is not a character. Although I guess, like, in that world, she's kind of the Alvin Schwartz. I think it's, like, what they're trying to establish is, like, she wrote scary stories, but then she killed kids. Okay. But then the jangly man... Jangly man. It could be an amalgamation of like a bunch of different That's things true. that didn't have names. I, I mean, know. it looks v scary. It looks scary as hell, and I'm scared of it. I also, it is, um, it's like this is a PG 13 probably. Oh, is it? Let me see. I kind of like that to be honest. Yeah, it is spooky scary to me. Um, it's very teen oriented, I think. It's, it's for teens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know if. <laughs> We were just sort of stream of consciousness saying, reacting to things and yeah. not telling you what was happening. Um, but Which is good. People like that. If you've seen the trailer, there's also like the red spot, which is a, which is kind of like a, a very deeply disturbing story about a girl who gets bit by a spider. She has spider face. And there's spiders in her face. She actually has spider face. And that, I think, is an effective part of that trailer. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to guess that it's not yet rated. I uh, think it's probably between a PG and a PG-13. A PG? It's, it's too scary for PG, do you think? But then there was no gore. Well, it's it's for kids. It's uh -huh. like it's kid protagonist, so it's not going to not be for kids. That's true. And there's no so, there's no like star in it. There's no star. I do like the one adult they have is the sheriff is like, and here's the plot of the movie. I got exposition real bad. <laughs> um, you kids got to get out of here. I got exposition get out. again. Here it comes. Uh, yeah, I, um, I mean, I'm definitely going to see it. Oh, I'm going to see it a lot. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I, th I think a thing that I'm a little, uh, I wish that th they've done a good job of capturing like the character illustrations, Yeah, you know, where like the character is very scary. Yeah. The beady eyed woman. Oh, the woman from the dream. The, the illustration dream. from the dream is like so scary, scary to me dead on. And the Herald, who's like a very scary scarecrow. Yeah. Um, he looks great. I wish it was set in a place that looked like the scary stories. Tell the Thank dark. you. That was like pr scary prairie. Scary prairie. It probably is. Yeah. Little house in the scary. I guess it can't be period because then we don't connect to the characters as much. That's true. Which is that's that's a bummer. It could have been the whole thing is told in a flashback about like, oh, you didn't know what happened to mm -hmm. grandpa's friends. <laughs> Wait, no, pitch anything. no, Anna, <laughs> that is the best title for a scary movie I have ever heard in my life. I don't oh, know what you people didn't are know interested what happened in. To Grandpa's I should be allowed friends. to write anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> yes, you do. No, oh, Anna. You didn't know, like a flashback, like he's a sort of like Titanic style where oh, it's like. You didn't know what happened to Grandpa's <laughs> friends. That is the best title. I would watch that movie yesterday. Oh, instantly. Also like. Grandpa having friends and then they're not there anymore. Yeah. It has to be interesting. And the O, like a revelation. I thought yeah. you knew about what happened to Grandpa's friends. Either they got killed by a ghost or he's an alcoholic who like hurts people. <laughs> um, either way, I'm signed up. Oh, you didn't know what happened I cleared to my friends. afternoon. I'm ready to hear it. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm definitely going to see it. I think they did a good job. I think it's hard to turn any like book series into oh my God. The on most screen difficult. stuff. I think they did a good job. Yeah, I love that. 
I mean, I, I think I, I'm very excited. I'm also excited that it has led to a new interest in the books, the books. and the illustrations. Everyone's excited. That's yeah. part of why our podcast is getting, dare I say, heat? Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. Um, I hope, yeah, I hope maybe we can really maximize this and it just becomes us talking about the movie. Yeah. Although here's the thing. I would have loved if it was like a Netflix series or a hmm. Hulu series that it was like episodic. You Less know what money. I mean? That's true. They That's think, true. They think they can go. There were three studios. Yeah, in the that is wild. That's true. I, I don't know how this standard. industry works. Also, like you can't do anything about ghosts or spells or anything in China. That's like a big <gasps> thing that. Right. The like haunted mansion do there well. is called Mystic Manor. And it's not ghosts. It's magic. Even that I feel like is hard. Yeah, but it's it's like a, you follow a monkey who's opened a magic box and it has made everything in the house turn alive. It's a live monkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's a live monkey. There are very different rules over there. The house is alive. But the monkey loves his life. He's having a, bl- he's having a party, really. Yeah. And you're invited. <laughs> the monkey took his horse there. His new horse to pride. <laughs> The monkey took the horse to pride, and that's why you shouldn't be gay. Also, a great movie title. The monkey <laughs> took his horse to pride. That's if, that's like Night of the Iguana. Yeah, it really is. It's magical realism. And yeah. if you remember anything, please remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, guys, that's it. Hey, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this urban legend episode. Thank you for that great urban legend, Anna. Oh my god, thank you for caring about Ted Danson. I always do. Um, and if you see your son in a movie and he's dead make sure to go crazy yeah get and also sue the studio and let us know what health insurance you have that pays for you to be institutionalized for the whole rest of your life I think she's in the DGA honestly (laughs) Um, please subscribe please rate us or we'll die that's the rule make it good and uh, I'm Anna Dresden I'm Andrew Farmer and be scared boo (laughs) boo we haven't figured out our catchphrase yet we will tune in next time to figure out what our new catchphrase is oh my god okay good ma'am bye (laughs) forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by Brett Boehm Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey for more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.